You are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind, everyone. I'm your host, Michael Bauer. The best in the business is back in business. Joining me this week, as always, are my faithful co-hosts. We have Nate Christian, Phil Porkman Simmons, and Shevin Nooney. Gentlemen, how are we this evening? Doing awesome today. It's Tuesday night. Well, I'll start by, by saying rest in peace to Mr. Leach and the Leach family. Mm-hmm. I know that was a yep. rough, uh, rough news I got this morning. Uh, he's a trailblazer for college football coaches and all around and uh just prayers up for the family and, and the Texas Tech and all, all the all the uh the teams that he coached. Should have gotten a little air raid siren in here for him. Yeah, you know, yeah. running that air raid offense sucks, man. 61 years old. In case you haven't heard, Mississippi State head coach Mike Leach passed away early this morning. Complications of a heart attack. Uh, I did see that he donated his organs to science or to be donated. So that's that's great for you, uh, Mike Leach. You might want to consider doing that too out there. I won't because, I don't know, I'm a selfish son of a bitch. But anyway, gentlemen, it is great to see all you guys. He's going to uh, snatch them for himself. Uh, that's right. <laughs> snatch them some urns and put them around so we can go to the afterlife. <laughs> that is right. I'm going to haunt my family with my organs. But before we get into the show today, I want to say thank you to everybody who has supported us over the years. We hit 5,000 subscribers on <laughs> YouTube. Why is that a big deal? Well, five is a nice kind of even number. 5,000 right there. The algorithm helps us reach people more when you get to 5,000. I think Bob would have to tell you more about that. So you go ahead and at Bob Van ID or just Bob Van underscore on Twitter. Send him a DM. Ask him tons of questions. He loves talking to people. And the best way to do that too, patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. You have access to us all the time. We're almost at 100 patrons, but guess what? We have room for more and mm-hmm. your roster has room for more players too it is time to start stashing ladies and gentlemen out there because the season is almost over you're either a contender or a pretender but either way you have to look towards the future so today we're talking about dynasty wide receiver stashes for the 2023 season now before we get into it we're not stashing jamar chase or justin jefferson or anything like that They're already in our starting lineups. So when you're thinking of a stash, it needs to be said, what are the expectations of this stash? Are we hoping for a breakout? Are we hoping for them to be a contributing member to our roster one day? Are they going to be a bye week or a flex spot fill-in? What are we looking for? Not everybody is going to be the next Devonta Smith or George Pickens or DK Metcalf, guys that are going to pop off here and there. Some guys are going to be just roster fillers, and that's okay because you need guys like that on your roster believe it or not so let's get into it and oh look at that. we're gonna start with me today fantastic it's here for the ceo <laughs> thank you everybody thank you so i am stashing buffalo bills wide receiver khalil shakir why glad you asked I think one thing can be said, much like when a wide receiver goes to Kansas City, everybody goes a little crazy for him. Same thing can start to be said for the Buffalo Bills. Everybody mm-hmm. wants a piece of the Buffalo Bills offense. I do think there is a possibility Isaiah McKenzie leaves. Now, he's technically under contract next year, but 
looking at it, he's going to be pushing 30. He'll be 28 when the season starts next year. No guaranteed next money. The Bills would save $300,000. So maybe they can invest in, I don't know, a running game, possibly. So Josh mm-hmm. Allen doesn't get killed all the time. Shakir also has a size advantage over Isaiah McKenzie. He's foot, six foot as opposed to five seven. Buffalo Bills, they like being the, the bigger offense. You know, Josh Allen's a big guy. Gabe Davis, not sure exactly how big uh, Stephon Diggs is, but he plays much bigger than his size. Uh, but he's got a year to mostly sit and learn. I think he's a great slot receiver. He would be really fantastic slot receiver. You put him on this the field right now, his starting role, he's going to contribute right off the bat. It's 2022 sets. Listen, nothing to write home about. Eight for 128 and one. That's eight catches, 128 yards, and one touchdown on 17 targets. So this is the definition of a stash, a guy who you're expecting slightly bigger things from in year two than year one, and a guy that you could acquire cheaply if people have soured on him or if your trade deadline is still open. You got a contender with Khalil Shakir. Hey, let me flip. What are we flipping for him? A third-round pick. Because typically that's what I'm seeing. Just looking through the DLF trades, everything straight up. Third round pick, third round pick, third round pick. I'm willing to make that investment. A third round pick for Close Care? Absolutely. Why not? So keeping in mind as well, it's a credit receiving room. Diggs, Gabriel Davis, who is a free agent after 2023, assuming they might re-sign him, but you never know. And Dawson Knox stashing in hopes of movement from his teammates and a Chicago. Oh my God, I can't talk. And a shot at Shakir being a wide receiver three or flex fill in next season. And after that, possibly more. We have to be realistic. Next year, he's going to get more playing time. We're in week 15 of the season right now. There's going to be a point next year where Cleo Shakir is a much more appealing option than whatever wide receiver you're trying to pick up off the waiver wire. You could do it right now and you could do it cheap. So as I said before, you're getting him straight up for third round picks. Here's some trades that I've found for Cleo Shakir. These are are pretty good. Nate, Cleo Shakir for Latavius Murray. Yeah, I mean, if, if I'm not looking to score fantasy points, I'll take Khalil Shakir. Um, if i competing, you know, Latavius Murray, I need a running back points, man. But if I'm looking towards next year already, I'll take Khalil. For sure. Um, Phil, Khalil Shakir and a 23-second for Donovan Peoples-Jones. What do you think of that one? Um, in this case, I think I'm taking a Donovan Peoples-Jones. Um, okay. We've seen him uh, excel with uh, – what's, what's his name? I can't think of the name. It's Sean Watson and play really well. So I think I'm taking that, and I'll move those those two picks to the side for that production. He's been a great wide receiver this year. Donovan People jones has, man. It's been incredible to see how under the radar he's been as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, Chev, close Shakir for Allen Robinson. Save that one for you. Yeah, let me get Shakir, man. I, you got to put <laughs> Allen Robinson to bed. Say goodnight, brother. You're going to the retirement home. Yep. I also saw a bunch of trades, too, where he's getting moved for backup quarterbacks like Mike, Mike White. So when he got moved for Colt McCoy, that was obviously before the Kyler Murray news. Um, when he was traded for Trace McSorley, I don't know what was going on there, but it happened. Was you. So, it was not me. Um, <laughs> also, I want Trace McSorley to be the Eagles' backup quarterback next year. That would just make maybe me... he'll be the starting uh, quarterback for the Cardinals. Is, is he still over there? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, he was. So yeah. Colt McCoy's yeah. there, though. We'll see. From the sound of it, it sounds like Cole McCoy is uh, the better coach than Cliff Kingsbury from what Kingsbury said. Jeez. Just right saying. Just saying. 
So that's why I'm stashing Cleo Shakir. I think you guys could do it too. And for a third round pick is definitely a shot in the dark as far as those draft picks next year. You don't know what's going to be. Bit more of a proven asset than an unknown. I'm stashing mm-hmm. Cleo Shakir. Let's move on. Nate, I should have filled the show sheet out before you because this was the guy I had in mind originally. So this is what I get for waiting. But who are you stashing next year at wide receiver? Yeah, I was thinking of you when I made this selection. I was like, oh, this is Mike's guy. He's going to be happy to see this. And I'm going to go ahead and stash Danny Gray uh, playing over there for the San Francisco 49ers. You might be like, Danny Gray, I heard that name somewhere. Yeah, he was he was a, a, a day two pick, a third rounder. And he hasn't done much this year. So you probably forgot about him. You know, you were just like, well, he probably busted out. He's never going to play. Well, he had some injuries. He didn't get off to a great start this season either. But he came back last week and called his first reception for 10 yards. Good job, Danny. First NFL catch. Well, a Debo Samuel injury later, and Danny Gray could be the wide receiver three for this team right now behind Brandon Ayuk and Juwan Johnson and – or Jennings. Juwan Jennings. Sorry, Jennings. guys mixed up. Uh, Juwan Jennings and uh, Danny Gray is there. He has the opportunity to take on that role as the wide receiver three there. And I think Danny Gray with his yak ability, I think, you know, in that kind of offense where Kyle Shanahan loves those players, mm-hmm. I think there's a good chance that he could actually jump into the wide receiver two role. Um, you know, obviously he hasn't done very much to show that at this point, but he has the opportunity now. And I believe he has the talent to make some noise and maybe find himself in that wide receiver two role by the end of the season. Now, once Debo comes back, it sounds like Debo's actually coming back a little bit earlier than uh, we maybe had thought at first. Mm-hmm. You know, if he can just stay into that wide receiver three role, I still think that's a good player to have at the bottom of your roster, you know, as a flex on some bye weeks. I think that's a player that is valuable to the depth of your team. And for right now, he's so cheap. You can acquire him for a late fourth and early fifth rounder. You can even just send him a straight up 2024 fourth. Uh, you know, you're probably going to get him for that. You could trade away veteran players like Benny Snell, DJ Dallas, Austin Hooper. And at that point, you're doing much better having the potential upside of Danny Gray in the 49ers offense. I agree. Oh, I absolutely agree. I'll take all the Austin Hooper. (laughs) By all means, please take it all. All right, so Nate Stash and Danny Gray. I love that stash, by the way. Honestly, I think he was supposed – I think he was – they wanted him for the role that Jalen Hurd was going to play. I'm surprised that he's mm-hmm. gotten just no playtime whatsoever this yeah. year. So, but, um, you know, the 49ers, man, they've been a bit of an enigma this season, to say the least. Brock Purdy, keeping me alive in Scott Fishbowl. Myself and my man, Shevin Nooney, we're both moving on. Woo! Next round of SFB. So let's go. Let's go. I do want to say one thing on Danny Gray. So last week, I think we had him as a part of the show or a pass or stash. I think a lot of us passed on him because the situation didn't look too great for him. Now the situation has opened up to where yeah. it only takes one bad bad injury or one movement to get you up to a stash, man. I mean, it's so, it happens so quickly, but that's how fast fantasy football changes in, in value. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a good example of value change, honestly. Yeah. Especially for opportunities for young guys, you know, mm-hmm we have to give these young players three or four opportunities. And then after that, then we can move on, but you know, they deserve a couple opportunities, especially still in his rookie year. He's dealt with injury. I think this is a good chance for him to, you know, he has the opportunity now and it's worth stashing. 
I agree. All right. So here to talk about speaking of giving people opportunities, here to talk about Jalen Rager is our very own pork man. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> right, pork, who are you stashing this year for next year? Bro? All right. So per- yeah, pretty much. So basically what Chef was just saying, how you know how the value can change from, from week to week, from year to year. It can be you can be at the top of the level, wide receiver two and keep trade cut to a wide receiver 53. And right now, the wide receiver 53 and keep trade cut is Romeo Dobbs. We saw how well he played in the preseason. We saw how well he started to get that chemistry for Aaron Rodgers, and then now he has that ankle injury. Uh, now with the reemergence of Christian Watson uh, being the wide receiver one and the breakout star for them, he just fell off the face of the earth, and people tend to forgot about how good he was doing. And he had a three-game stretch with eight targets. Aaron Rodgers was looking for him. Now, he did have some occasional drops, and that's when Aaron Rodgers started, you know, telling his players that they stink and they need to play but better. <laughs> but you have to give these rookies a little bit more time to adjust. Um, Romeo Dobbs is coming back this week. I'm using him as a stash right now because this is probably the lowest uh, you'll be able to get him for between this year and next year because he's going to show that he has that talent uh, when he comes back. So you, if you need to spend like a late second or early third, I would be willing to do that for the future wide receiver too on, on this Packers offense. The, the Packers offense has always had one or two different receivers that would be fantasy relevant with their career. Like Jordy Nelson had his – Randall Cobb has always been – a good wide receiver too at some point in his career and he played very very well so i think romeo dobbs will have give you that good value um i've seen a couple trades with romeo dobbs like it was like romeo dobbs or Kadarius tony i'm taking romeo dobbs like that all day because we don't trust tony's uh, hamstrings yeah he has the talent but if you want to trade away that potential for the, the good floor that Romeo Dobbs does have, I will take that uh, for the future. So Romeo Dobbs, get him now before his stock rises, and then you 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 could be spending an early second. Some people were spending late first because they thought he was going to be better than Christian, not a bus Watson, but he, he got it. <laughs> Do you know what uh, pick-wise you could get him straight up for or bevy of picks? I think it- a bevy of picks. <laughs> um, I will say straight up as as just for rookie picks, I will say a, a late second or early third, to be honest, right now. But as he plays and gets that rapport with uh, Aaron Rodgers and or Jordan Love, because I, I believe Jordan Love could be, excuse me, that next that next uh, quarterback and play very well. He, he looked promising when he came in at a certain point in time. Okay. You could also apparently trade him straight up for Alan Lazard if you wanted to move on from Alan Lazard and hold on to Romeo Dubs for the future. All right, so Pork is stashing Romeo Dubs. Week four of the season, you would have not thought that he would be a stash. You would thought he'd be a start at this point in the year. But like Chev said before, things can change quickly. I understand that people think Dynasty is a bit stagnant at times, but it's really not. You know, the way that we evaluate things, they change throughout the season. So you always have to keep on top of it. And look, keep playing that waiver wire too, because you never know who's going to fall to you. So, Chev, your stash is interesting because this time last year, if you would have said you're stashing this wide receiver, 
everybody would have said you are crazy. Yet here we are in 2022. Who's your stash for the 2023 season? Yeah, before I start, does Katarius Tony have any hamstring left to pull? <laughs> I mean, I don't know how big the hamstring is, but it's, it's his got to be super thin to being done. So this guy better be careful. He's uh, related but, uh, to uh, Will Fuller. Start taking the PEDs. You'll do well, buddy. Uh, but no, the guy I'm going with is Elijah Moore. Last season, like Mike was saying, this guy was going berserk. He had a couple 20-point games, a couple 15-point games to end uh, halfway through the season. And we thought this guy was going to turn into a star. I mean, I don't know how high we were on him. I know we liked his hands. I think he had a good athletic profile. I don't think we were super-duper high on him, but – he was showing that he's a good wide receiver. He's somebody that uh, the Jets could trust. I mean, he was getting more targets, getting more run on the field. And then we come to t- season of 2022. And this guy has been probably the biggest diva of 2022 in the NFL, it seems like. Uh, I mean, Odell, luckily he's out of the league right now. He's not causing too much drama. People are talking about him. but uh, And A.J. Brown is – or not A.J. Brown, uh, Antonio Brown. But hope he stays out of the league, man. Yeah, Elijah Moore has. Yeah, he's, he's all done, over. Man. Oh God! <laughs> but Elijah Moore has been all over the news, talking about putting pictures of him throwing a football, saying question marks or whatever it was. The picture he showed. There's just been so much drama around him that he's been wanting to get traded, and then he doesn't see any snaps. It seemed like he seemed like he was just cut from the from the wide receiver grouping which for me i, I like gary wilson a lot so that was huge for him for me at least to see that but now we're seeing a resurgence of of elijah moore as well he saw six targets and he saw 10 targets this last week not too many yards to go with it at the moment but he's a guy that probably has fallen off a lot of people's radar probably saying i want to get out from under him as fast as i can uh, i've seen where you can get him for a third at the moment and that's a guy I'm willing to – I wanted to throw some some thirds on for. He's a good wide receiver. We've seen him do it in the NFL. We've seen him make plays. We've seen him have a good yak after catching the football. I, I want to put my money on that guy rather than some random third-round pick in, in our rookie drafts. I think mm-hmm. Elijah Moore is a special athlete. I think he's got some good traits, and I, I want to put my money on him. I, I really think that offense is going to change a lot in the next year. Who knows what it's going to look like, but I, even if he's not there, he's probably going to go to a better situation for himself if he does move on and gets traded. So I think Elijah Moore has a lot of potential. There is a lot of scarcity to see what happens to him after this season just because he did cause so much drama as he in the doghouse uh, there with the Jets. We'll see. But I think Elijah Moore is a guy that you should want on your roster at the moment as a stash, which is crazy to think about because I, like Mike said, there is no way I thought he was going to be a stash. I mean, he was getting traded for like first round pick this last offseason, which right. now you couldn't even get a second maybe for him. So I did. It's a, there you go. A second would be great. Pork gave me a second time. for him. So I was like, you ain't yeah. do it. A late, a late second. Because I, I, think, I think the issue is more of, uh, a Zach Wilson issue than anything. I, I think some with him and him and Elijah, they just didn't click. 
So we've seen when Mike White come in, 10 targets, he was, he was getting nowhere near that with Zach Wilson. And Zach Wilson did not have the decision-making that he was supposed to have coming into year two in that offense. Uh, so with Mike White balling, throwing the ball, distributing the ball to Garrett Wilson and giving Elijah Moore 10 targets, that's big. Next year, I, I see him ascending to what he sh- was what he was the year before. This Zach Wilson segment brought to you by MilfHunter.com. Also, I want to say that <laughs> Canary Stoney, if you're listening, um, www.tnation.com uh, from March 17th, 2022, how to build meaty hamstrings. So maybe you want to go on there, bulk up a little bit. And also speaking of absolutely mm-hmm. useless wide receivers, today T.Y. Hilton has signed with the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> so coming to an injured reserve near you in the Big D T.Y. Hilton. Let's give it up for T.Y. Hilton. If you're chasing a ring, you should do it on the East Coast, my friend. That's a hamstring just waiting to happen as well. Well, Actually, um, I listened to a podcast, Q&A podcast with Quentin Michael and Jason Avant, and they say, you know, especially guys at skill positions like defensive backs and wide receivers and stuff like that, when you've been out of the game for a long time, really easy to aggravate a hamstring. You know, when you're mm-hmm. even just running and game speed, two completely different things. So, oh, yeah. Plus, he couldn't stay healthy for the last few years anyway. So, mm-hmm. Chef, thank you for that stash. I love it. Absolutely love it. And you know what else I love? Sean knows. I love Dr. Squatch. What is Dr. Squatch? Glad you asked. Dr. Squatch develops natural, high-performance personal care products like bar soap, deodorant, shampoo, conditioner, and even beard oils. They only feature manly scents with only the finest ingredients Mother Nature has to offer all while avoiding the harmful ingredients often used by traditional brands. Don't dry out, guys. It's December. We're going to start drying out. Dr. Squatch is dedicated to male-specific formulations that directly address the personal care demands of men like you and me everywhere. Dr. Squatch offers a wide variety of bundles that will cater to your specific needs as well as a subscription service so you'll never have to remember to order more before you run out. Subscribe and save money today because with Dr. Squatch, satisfaction is guaranteed. And if this isn't the best natural product you've ever used, veggie burgers are on, Sean. So don't drop the soap. Take care of yourself for once and smell great doing it. Try Dr. Squatch today, and if you are new to Dr. Squatch, 10% off orders of $20 or more on your first purchase when you use the links below. Free shipping, too, on that first purchase. Right, Sean? Thumbs up for that? All right. Free shipping, too, on that first order. So go ahead, set up, and get to it, everybody. And now we are going to do a little rapid-fire stash or pass. So, Chev, we are going to start with you, my friend. Harris Marshall. Stash, pass, or I guess we I forgot to mention trash. Yeah, this, this is going to be a pass for me. At this point, we saw a few decent weeks, and it just seems like it's not going to be consistently for him producing at fantasy points. Sadly, it's a pass. Uh, wish him the best. Hopefully, XFL gives him a phone call. <laughs> Coming back soon to us, NFL or XFL. I can't wait till that comes back. Yes. By the way, I cannot wait. I'm so excited. <laughs> All right, so... Nate, Tylen Wallace, stash, pass, or trash? Yeah, I'm going to just uh, trash Tylen Wallace. He's had all the opportunity in the world to get into that wide receiver room, and he hasn't. It's, it's not happening at this point. It's going to join a long list of mid-round wide receivers for the Ravens that turn out to be nothing. All right. Oh, my bad. Yes, I actually did already have these. Work. Thank you, Chev. Forgive me. Well, I'm all off kilter. But look, one I had right, pork. Dwayne Eskridge, stash, pass, or trash? 
Uh, Dwayne Eskridge has had seven receptions for 58 yards this year, and he's gotten outplayed by Marquise Goodwin as a wide receiver three on the team. Um, so he's pretty much a special teamer. So that's a big trash, big trash for me. All right. So let's see. Um, let's Nate, since we switched it up, I'll do this next one. Myself, Mike, hi. Stash, pass, or trash? Justin Ross, I'm trashing him. I understand that, you know, he went to the Kansas City Chiefs and everybody wants a piece of the Kansas City Chiefs offense, much like I said about close secure in the Buffalo Bills offense. But this is one, a guy who came off a really nasty spinal injury. Then he had some ankle issues, ankle issues that put him on IR for his rookie season. I'm just going to go ahead and move on. I understand the investment that I made or I would have put into Justin Ross wasn't anything great, but any of the guys so far that we talked about before in the episode, I would rather save a roster spot for over Justin Ross. So I'm go ahead and trashing. So last one, we will talk as a group. Kadarius Tony. Who wants to start? I'll just start. I'm going to trade him. If I get a second round pick right now for Kadarius Tony, I'm going to go ahead and do it. I don't trust his hamstrings. Pork, what about you? I don't think you can get a second for Kadarius when it comes down to his injury. We haven't, we barely seen him play. He had the one good, one good couple stretches of uh, games with the Giants, and that's about it. So I, I think it's a, it's a trash for me. If I can sell him for anything for a third, maybe I don't think I can get a second, but for a third, I just think it's that, that's all you can get. All right, Nate. Yeah, I'm trying to get rid of Kadarius Tony as well. Though at the moment, I think you'd be selling low, so I'm gonna hold on to him for a couple more weeks. I don't think at this point it can get too much worse. You know, I think even if he doesn't do well the rest of the season, whether it's because of injury or not, he'll still have some hype throughout the offseason because he's on the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And if he does do well, I can probably flip him very easily for a second, maybe even early second if he does start to look good. Yep. Yeah, and I'm not saying he's Gabe Davis, but I imagine Kansas City's going to go pretty far in the playoffs. That gives him some time to heal them hamstrings up, and I honestly want to stash him for that run to see if I can get some more value out of him. I know he's not Gabe Davis. He's not going to play the same way, but he could get that value bump. Who knows? Yeah, you never know. We shall see. But that's what we're doing with these guys. Hope you enjoyed our wide receiver stashes for the 2023 season. If you would like some more things to enjoy, what I can tell you is you can get ready for best ball pickums and rivals. Use promo code rewind, all one word, all caps, on underdog fantasy and get a 100% match on your first deposit up to $100. Make 10 accounts, deposit $100 10 times with these codes. Man, can't beat that. Headed to a game? Do it quick. The season's almost over. And go to SeatGeek.com and use the promo code DynastyRewind to get $20 off your first ticket purchase. It's huge. Have that first stadium beer on us with your savings. And we want you to be a part of the best community. Can't even take me. Fantasy football. Become a rewinder today and get access to rankings, bonus pods, written content, and so much more. We are now offering a 10% yearly discount on yearly memberships. You get a month plus for free. Do it. Do it now. So for Pork, Nate, and Chev, I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Until next time, be kind, please rewind, and Vinny sign up for the Patreon.